That shit's a banger, bro. Hey guys, and welcome back to an interesting discussion sometimes. This is episode five. I'm back with the four boys, and we're happy to introduce uh, another guest we have this week. So this is Jackie, and we're going to let her introduce herself a little bit. All right. Hey guys, I'm Jackie uh, Monroy. I live right below the boys in apartment F. Um, I'm a BIT major uh, with a concentration of operations supply chain management. And yeah, I'm a senior, so I'm graduating with the boys. All right. So what we want to talk about today um, was our evolution through entertainment. So what we grew up watching, um, what we watch now, and like how it's all changed, stuff like that. So, okay. So right off the bat, all of us have seen SpongeBob, right? Yep. Oh, yeah. Yep. I figure we should start there. That's probably like the first show that I like was fully dedicated to so for me uh my parents never actually let me watch spongebob when i was of age like four or five or whatever because they saw it on their own and they thought that the characters looked really weird and they were like they thought it was bad for me to watch this i guess i thought it was really stupid which it sometimes it is but they, they, they just didn't let me so i watched it when my brother was when my brother wanted to watch it and he didn't listen to my parents and he watched it even though they said no so then that's how i got into it your brother's tough, bro. What the hell? <laughs> so, what did you watch instead, Horsha? I watched a lot of PBS, you know, Arthur and Cyber Chase. Yeah, okay. Those are bangers, too. Who was the, who were the three, like, bad guys? It was, like, Hacker, but... Hacker? But what were his... Buzz and Didi? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shit, how do you remember that? Yeah, Jesus. I watched it so much. I watched it every day. Yeah, nerd. No, yeah, SpongeBob, for me, like, wasn't really allowed just because my mom thought stupid was a bad word, which it kind of is. So it wasn't until, like, maybe end of middle school where I was kind of allowed to watch whatever I want without, like, my mom freaking out every five seconds. It's weird now watching it and um, hearing all the, like, the double entendres, like, the sexual stuff, whatever they say. You know those compilations on YouTube that they have? Bro, that was, that's what has enriched the SpongeBob experience for me. It's like, obviously, I enjoyed it as a kid, but I also wasn't allowed to watch it for a while. Like, Harsha said, like, stupid comedy and stuff like that. But looking back on it, like, if I see on Instagram, like, I always see those, like, hood clips, quote-unquote, of, like, Spongebob. They're just doing this whack-ass shit, but I always find it fucking hilarious. And in high school, there was this, like, YouTube series called Spongebob in the Hood. And some dude, like, dubbed over Spongebob episodes with, like, talking like he was from the hood. And I thought that shit was the funniest. So I watched a lot of that in high school. But, yeah, I definitely still fuck with Spongebob, though. I actually watched an episode yesterday. What episode? It was the one where SpongeBob pulls the spatula out and then Neptune doesn't think SpongeBob does it. So he like challenges him to a fry cook-off and Neptune cooks like a thousand patties, but they're all like taste like shit. shit so. I think my favorite episode is Band Geeks. That, that shit, that's a classic. Shout out the Super Bowl halftime show two years ago. Absolute trash. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's Maroon 5, but... I mean, Travis wasn't that great either, if I'm going to be honest. I like the um the fry cook games between Patrick and Spongebob. That one's a good episode. Did you guys fuck with the, the Spongebob movie? Yeah, the first yeah. one, for sure. Yeah. The rest of them are trash. I haven't seen the other ones, to be honest. 
Trey, you don't remember that one? That was the one where uh, they're like, now we're a man, and then they had the whole song. Like, I'm not a... I'm not a goofy goober anymore. Oh. Yeah, goofy goober. Oh. That one. Okay. That shit's a banger, bro. No, no. I'm trying to think what else I watch. Like, in the same realm of, like, um, Cyber Chase and Arthur. That was, like, was a younger... Like... That was a younger age group, right? Like, yeah, that was, yeah. like, when... I feel like I don't remember a lot of the younger age cartoons. Like, I, I have, like, a much more stronger memory of, like, the Disney Channel shows than I do of those cartoons. I don't really remember, like, cartoons or anything, but, I mean, Drake and Josh, like, for sure, was, like, something that I watched a lot. Yeah, like, Drake and Josh, uh, Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. Um, Wizards of Waverly Place. Wizards of Waverly Place, yeah. Oh, my God. All right. Like, <laughs> Selena Gomez, is that what you're saying? Oh, my God. Yeah, oh my I knew God, it. Yeah. I mean, like, now, but, like, back then, I mean, like, uh, but, like, you know what I'm saying? Oh, something that I've recently actually been watching with my little sister, because she's kind of getting into that age range now, is, like, Victorious. I don't know if you guys remember watching that, or, like, yeah, um, I Carly. Yeah. And now I just sit with her and watch it, because I, like, remember all the times when I first watched it, and I was like, wow, I used to like this a lot. And it's just funny, because, like, Ariana Grande, Ariana Grande, sorry, is, like, so different. That, apparently, that's how you pronounce her name. That's how you properly pronounce her last name, Grande. Who who said that? Her? Yeah. Oh, shit. In some interview, like, they were doing, like, for a radio or something like that. She was just like, Ariana Grande. And, like, the guy was just like, yeah, Ariana Grande. But, yeah. <laughs> That's fucking stupid. It's, it's weird watching those shows back, because, like, I feel like even then I didn't pick up on, like, the sexual, like, jokes mm-hmm. that they make. Because it's, like, very obvious, but I just wasn't, like, aware of that at the time. Are you guys aware of, like, the Dan Schneider conspiracy theory? You yeah, I've seen it. No. <laughs> it's he's apparently there's a rumor in Hollywood that he has like a huge foot fetish. Um and somebody I think I linked it in our chat one time, this like compilation of um like it was like Victorious and um iCarly, just basically a bunch of the like girls on the show like doing stuff with their feet and being put in like sexual positions and like stuff like that. And it was really sus. I think there's like a super um sus compilation of like I think it was like an Ariana Grande like um she's like acting as a character on the show and like they just did like a I think they're just filming like these random things that she were doing I think I've showed you guys this I'm not sure if I have but... I sent I sent it to you that's what I'm talking about oh that's when you sent it yeah like it's just like she's just saying like hella sexual things and it just like it just like, keeps on going and it's I mean I don't think it ever aired on TV but the fact that that's like kept private is even more sus <laughs> I just thought of another PBS show that. Have you guys seen Maya and Miguel? Oh my gosh, yeah. I've seen yeah, it. That was a good show. That was good. That was actually a really good show. Yeah. We didn't mention Dragon Tales. Oh, Dragon Tales. That was my favorite. Richard. My favorite animated show. Moving away from like these PBS like kid shows. Avatar The Last Airbender. Making its return or not return, but making its appearance on Netflix soon. Um I think they're they're even like they're gonna film like a new like remake of it. I'm not sure how exactly that's working, but I think they're just they're just like doing the animation again, basically. My first show that I ever watched that I remember is actually Blue's Clues. Shout out Steve. That's my guy. I was a little sad when I figured out that Magenta was a boy and Blue was a girl. Why are you sad? What's wrong with that? You fucked? Because I thought at that time I thought Blue was a boy. Sexist? That's fucked up, man. Sexist. Yeah. You sexist kid. You're such a whore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and Teletubbies. Oh, Teletubbies, yeah. I used to watch it, but now looking back on it, that that stuff was like kind of creepy actually. Like like they were actually really creepy. 
I think my dad thought I was a fucking idiot for watching that. And he was right. <laughs> yeah. Did you guys ever watch Caillou? Fuck that Canadian bald headed oh. fucking lymphomask. I never wa- I, I never watched it, but they, they used to make hella good uh, parodies of it on YouTube. Yeah. Oh my god. Dude, my mom my mom told me that when I was younger I would watch that show religiously and like whatever he did in the episode that day, I would want to do in real life that day oh, too. Oh god, you copy like, that. I know. Like if if he made a sandcastle or something, then we'd go to like the volleyball courts and I'd have to make a sandcastle, otherwise I'd like I'd cry and stuff. You should have just shaved your head. Nah, hell no. He almost did that in college. Oh. Damn, I only watched it because my uh the sister my sister that comes after me, you know, she would watch that so much and I just hated him. I didn't like him. It, I thought it was like boring, I thought it was whack, like I did not like that show at all. All he does is bitch and whine the whole fucking episode. Yeah, it's so annoying. So, like, going back to the stuff you would watch, like, I feel like in middle school we watched a lot of quote-unquote TV shows, too, because I watched hella Bill Nye in middle school, like, middle school science. Such a good show. When you saw the, um, the, like, teacher, like, wheeling the TV down the hallway, like, into your room, bro, that shit hit different. <laughs> I think Magic School Bus hit harder than Bill Nye. Immediately. The only thing I remember about that show was Mrs. Frizzle and then Arnold. Yeah, Horshaw is definitely an Arnold guy. Yeah, probably. I related. You little bitch. <laughs> In middle school, I started kind of picking up like watching MTV just because my older sister would watch it. And then it got to like, I think it was like Nick Teens. I don't know. It was something for like teenagers, but it was like in Nickelodeon or something like that. But where um, Degrassi, I don't know if you guys ever watched that, started, would play. I never watched Grassy. I always saw the the promos for it on yeah on uh T Nick. Yeah, I got in, I got in big trouble once because my mom was like on the phone with my grandma and we're just, I was just like watching it and I I don't didn't know much about anything like I didn't even know what a BJ was and like none of that so we're watching it and like all of a sudden this girl like enters the bathroom and she goes into the stall and she opens her bag but like as she's opening it like a dildo falls out. But I, I had no idea what one was, like, at all. Like, I had, I, my mom, like, screamed and yelled at me and was like, turn off that thing. Like, you're not allowed to watch that. And I'm like, what the heck is she freaking out for? And then later realized, like, I remember back on it, I'm like, oh, that, that was a dildo. But <laughs> it was very awkward, and I got yelled at from my mom badly that day. Yeah, what other shows did you guys watch, like, as you were getting older? I used to watch a lot of music videos, like, the ones that came on MTV. That was pretty hype. And then I used to watch a lot of, like, My Sweet Sixteen and then, like, the Spanish version of, like, Quiero Mis Quince. Oh, Pimp My Ride. I mean, did you guys ever see that? <laughs> Sorry. No. <laughs> Bro, that's a jump right there. Yeah. <laughs> or, like, Next. Like, the people that, like, on the dating thing. These are all MTV shows? Yeah. I think the only really MTV good. show I knew was uh, Awkward because um, my sister watched that. But that's only one I know. Okay, so let me just go back then, like Disney Channel. Like, <laughs> I guess that's what you guys watch. You don't have to go back to your damn childhood. I'm just saying. I watch Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh in the morning oh, on the weekends. Of course, typical. You guys watch a lot of Cartoon Network. You know, Codename, Kid Next Door, and then Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Yeah, I used to watch those a lot, but that was like I feel like that was also when I was watching like SpongeBob and <laughs> stuff. Because like when I got to middle school, that's probably when I started watching Family Guy. And like those kinds of like 
I guess not more mature shows, but like they used swears and stuff. So like it seemed more mature, but it's just the same stupidity just brought up a level. What about George Lopez? Did you guys ever watch that? I watched a couple of I watched actually I watched quite a bit. It used to always be on uh, Nick at Night. That 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 and Friends would always be on Nick at Night. And I think Friends had the earlier time slot, so I'd watch Friends, then I'd watch the George Lopez show and then call it. But yeah. I remember when I would like stay up really late, like I couldn't go to sleep and like the TV was nearby, it would be like one thirty in the morning and it would just always be George Lopez on. So that's the only thing you could fucking watch. And to this day I have the fucking theme song theme song stuck in my head. It's a bop. It is until you hear it like thirty times in a row and then you <laughs> want to kill yourself. Did anyone ever see Robot Chicken? You bet. <laughs> I know where you're talking about, but no, not really. Animation on that show is gross to me. Yeah, I know it's just, it's it's weird. I I watched it on accident, like like stayed away too late on Cartoon Network, and kind of scarred me watching that show. Did you guys watch Malcolm in the Middle? Yeah, I watched a little bit of that. What about Baby Looney Tunes? Did you guys ever watch that? Yeah. Sure. Tom and Jerry. Yeah. Oh, Tom and Jerry. Classic. Bop. Bop for sure. Outside of TV, what else did you guys do? I think starting in middle school, I started to play a lot of Call of Duty. It was my first ever, um, my first ever FPS game was uh, Call of Duty Black Ops. How about you guys? Well, I didn't play any video games growing up. Oh, actually, the first video games that we did play were like was was with the Nintendo sixty four on Mario Kart. So that was hype, and then that's pretty much it. Like I've only ever played like Mario Kart, and then like recently with like Remy, like I play like occasionally gta and that's it yeah once when jackie was drunk she demanded that she play gta in my room i did that was fun i did really good for being drunk how do you play how do you do well in gta though i mean i got away from the cops i was running away from the cops i, I escaped did you kill great. some people i killed a lot of people <laughs> <laughs> bro back in the day on the original xbox um, we had Need for Speed Underground, I think, and me and my brother would play that shit religiously. And um, there was like one time when my dad was like, "Oh, let me play, let me play," and my man just drove like within the la- <laughs> the lines for the lanes like the whole time. <laughs> I racing game. I was just geek. I used to play all the Mario games um, on my Game Boy, and then also my Nintendo DS. I would like get every single one. My dad like would go. We would, whenever we went to Malaysia or Singapore, um, they had like this thing where you could get, uh, like a DS chip that had like two hundred games on it. So my like and like fifty of them would be the, like the Mario games, and they'd have it all unlocked, so you could do like all the characters already there for like everything. So, I mean, it kind of took the fun out of it, but it was still like nice to have all the games to play. I mean, outside of video games, because I didn't really play. My day just consisted of like playing outside and like riding my bike and racing with like the other people and kids in the neighborhood. That was fun until I got my bike stolen. So I remember the story. I was so upset because I had just gotten that bike and my it was a pretty expensive bike because I really wanted like a nice one, like a racer one, and like it had like pegs front and the back because we'd sometimes like not everyone had bikes, so I'd have people like my back pegs or my front pegs or both. And I went, just laid it in front, in front of my yard, should have known better, to go eat, and then came back out and it was gone. So I was very upset. Yeah, I used to ride my bike a lot too, and used to play kickball, like, in our neighborhood. And I think when I was, like, seven or eight, we got the first basketball hoop in our driveway, and then we've always had one since, so it was easy to kill time. 
kickball, manhunt, um, wall ball. I don't know if you guys played that. Mm-hmm. Um, cops and robbers. Cops and robbers. Yeah. Man, there was a lot of fun shit to do back then, honestly. What? If you just had a gang of like five, ten people. There were a lot of times where like the kids in my neighborhood would like have like a water balloon fight because there was a bunch of us. So it was fun. We just bring out our hoses when we wanted to get intense and just spray them at each other. It's fun. <laughs> back when I used to live in um in an apartment complex, there's like twenty of us. Um, and basically there's a big field in the middle of the neighborhood. They have like automatic sprinklers that would come up from the ground, um, and obviously water the grass and stuff. And so on those days, we would like make it. We <laughs> basically we go to the um the places where they have the doggy poo-poo trash bags, grab a shit ton of them, and then we figured out a way where once the sprinkler comes out and it starts shooting water, even if the timer runs out, we can, like, the water, we can make it so the water still comes out. And so all day we'd fill up water in those in the doggy poo-poo trash bags and play, <laughs> do water balloon flights with those. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> it was so oh, Usually by like the end of the summer, a lot of my neighbors would like cut down like branches from their trees, and for some reason, like a lot of like I I don't know if this was like it was only like part of my childhood, like maybe like one time, but like dragon not, not dragonflies, um cicadas, they would hide in the branches, and we would just go around the block and like grab them and collect them in like a jar because they had different like patterns on them, and it was really cool just to see like their translucent wings that shit nasty bro as soon as i heard a cicada in a tree i just ran away oh yeah a lot of people are scared of them but like they were kind of cool to look at yeah i agree jackie do that too i agree to run i ran away (laughs) (laughs) on my girly times like with my girlfriends we would like play poly pockets have you guys heard of them yeah play with what poly pockets yeah i've heard of that too they were a lot of fun actually but my parents would never buy me like things like that, so I'd ha- I just have to like use my friend's toys, and she had a bunch. Kind of nice. So like this big boat, big house, a lot of clothes for the little Polly pockets. It was nice, really nice. What about childhood snacks? That childhood like... snacks. I eat the same snacks I did. No, but now. there there are some like that aren't like that. <laughs> I mean, same. But like, did you guys? I like. I recently thought of this one because it reminded me. Because when I was eating funfetti cake, it kind of reminded me of it a lot. But did you guys ever have Dunkaroos? Mm. Yeah. No. My no. parents never let me get Dunkaroos. What's that? I have no idea what that is. It was like a graham cracker with like frosting. Yeah, it was just like a yeah graham cracker, and you dipped it into like this funfetti like frosting. It was so good. But then also like grits. Did you guys ever have grits? Ooh yeah, I did have grits. I like I I eat a lot of gushers, fruit roll ups, um, dude, Capri Suns and juice boxes. Ooh, that was that halftime soccer shit right there. I loved it. This is why it's nice to have a younger sister because like my mom just keeps buying all these snacks for her, like Capri Sun, and I just I just take them all. Like, I'm sorry, Rachel, but but I think this is a good place to take a break. We're gonna do our little ad read, and uh, we'll catch you in a minute. All right, guys, welcome back. Um, we're going to continue our discussion with childhood em- entertainment and stuff like that. Um, we've been talking a lot about shows and other activities that we did as we were kids, but I want to shift the focus to kind of a more contemporary 
entertainment, which is YouTube. Um, because I feel like, especially over the last like five, six years, YouTube has just exploded into a platform where almost anybody can almost make a living off of just doing YouTube videos. So I was kind of wondering where you guys started just watching YouTube and consuming it. So YouTube started, I believe, in like 2006. Um, I want to say the first video I ever watched was The Evolution of Dance. I don't know if you guys have seen that. But I think that was like the first, like one of the first viral videos. Um, um, and then after that, I got into like Nigahiga and his like how to like be a ninja and all those. And he was like probably like my favorite creator for like a long time. Um, but I think like towards, I think I think in middle school, I started to put in the hours to YouTube, especially like eighth grade. I think I like, like come home and spend like two, like one, two hours, one or two hours, like every day at least. Especially the summers, I put like a lot more hours too. Um, but yeah, I think Nigi he was one, like one of my favorite creators of all time, and he was like the, probably the first one to get me into YouTube, I guess. Yeah, I watched Tezande, um, Nigi Higa, Epic Meal Time. Um, I used to watch Call of Duty YouTubers because they'd be pumping out like hundred kill games and shit, and I was just like, "What? This is amazing." Who's your favorite? Um, I liked Wings of Redemption, CNNers. I can't remember the. There's one more guy too. I can't remember their name. There's a guy named The Mark of J who I watched a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was pretty entertaining. Yeah, other than that, I can't remember who else I watched. I kind of just watched a bunch of random shit. Um, but now I watch um, Cody Ko, David Dobrik, um, a bunch of photography channels, KSI, and and what the main group, bro? Oh, Sidemen. You also watch you. You got me into watching H three H three and um, Good Mythical Morning. Yeah, Good, Good Mythical Morning is fire. I don't watch H three H three anymore because he made fun of Indian people once. Oh, do they? Um, yeah, they're just too much sometimes. Actually, like I stopped watching them too. Yeah, I went through a period of watching their videos too. They're just kind of like insensitive at times. Yeah, like the criticism comes off kind of like assholeish. Like yeah. after a while. Yeah, I started out watching. I think just like compilation videos from like GTA or whatever. But then I started watching like a lot of like mainstream like gamers and stuff like that. Like I went through a period where I watched PewDiePie and I watched like Markiplier, Jacksepticeye, like all that stuff. And that was probably all the way through high school. I would watch a lot of like unreleased music on YouTube because I feel like that was a really easy way for people to like skirt the system. I mean, now, I mean, I still watch like some childish ish gaming channels and stuff like Game Grumps and like super mega um but i mean i watch the sidemen a lot now especially now that they're in quarantine they're like pumping out videos all the time so i think that's really cool i just think it's weird how it's just transitioned from like a hobby for most people to now it's one of the most successful entertainment industries that we have i think the first youtube video i ever watched was the uh, harry potter puppet pal that stuff that stuff was so funny Ooh, that was an og yeah the first thing i think i ever watched was like Shane Dawson, not gonna lie. I, I, I guess you can't tell. Like, either Shane Dawson or it was um, Nigahiga, where like they did a whole bunch of the videos of like how to be a gangster. Um, yeah, I mean, they, they were both on the come up around the same time. Yeah, so like a lot of Shane Dawson, and then like I think like even like, like in college, I started like picking up more on his videos, Shane Dawson. And that's how it got me more like into Jeffree Star and like a lot of like the beauty community because um, I also started getting more into makeup. But no, yeah, Shane Dawson, awesome. And then obviously, like, I went into, like, David Dobrik's because I, I don't know, I started, like, looking through things and things pop up. 
but then David Dobrik, and then like Turun, you got me into, like I said, Good Mythical Morning and H3H3, but like I don't really watch them that much anymore until like, not in, since like that one day, like I think it was like during like finals, we just watched so many Good Mythical Morning episodes <laughs> instead of studying, and <laughs> I felt so shit. It was like over five hours of like just watching their videos, and it was, they're good though. Their taste, their taste test videos are really, really entertaining. I mean, that's pretty much all that I watch from them. Their other ideas are like, for the for the most part, I'd say are a little bit like out there, kind of weird. <laughs> but the taste test ones are just so entertaining. But then, like now, yeah, a lot of BuzzFeed I watch, and I don't know if you guys ever watched um, Unsolved Mysteries. No. Yeah, I've only seen that because of you. They're pretty good. Well, like the beginning, the earlier ones are better than the newer ones. Yeah, now but. I feel like I watch my, I feel myself watching a lot more. I don't want to say serious stuff, but like I watch a lot of interviews and stuff on YouTube. Even I guess some shows too, like like Hot Ones. I watch Hot Ones pretty much every week when it comes out. Like I think it's a really fire show. Who's your guy's favorite guest on the show? I thought Will Ferrell was pretty fire. Not like that episode too. I can't. Oh, I can't. Yeah, I can't pick them out. I think they're all really good, honestly. Yeah. Just because he asks such good questions. We did have David Dobrik on that one time, so obviously I'm going to say that one. It's like one of the only ones I haven't watched. <laughs> oh. I'm, I'm, he... a little bit, I'm a little bit off him, dude. He's gotten a lot less funnier. Why? No. The thing with David Dobrik is, like, when he was on Vine, that's the thing we didn't even talk about, like, Vine. Like, Vine was just so big in, like, oh, high school to me. Yeah. Um. Cause that's where I, I think that's how I started watching a lot of YouTube was Vine compilations, but yeah, I saw him on Vine. I thought he was pretty funny when he was dating Liza or whatever. And then the thing that really put me off of him is just, he's just so, I find him really not cringy, but like kind of annoying. Like I know that he does good things and like, I obviously appreciate that and everything, but it's just, I don't. doesn't sound like you appreciate it. Yeah. It really does not sound like it at all. <laughs> I mean, he's like he's like helping people and like you know helping people out and giving them money to people that need it. But he's like annoying, like. I mean, yeah, just like you don't have to go out. You don't have to show everybody that you're giving money. You can just give money. I mean, that's true. I, the thing with me, I, I, I enjoyed his content. I think like so. I started watching him. I think last year, and like when I started watching him, I I started I started following kind of from the beginning of his vlogs. And like those early vlogs, like were like really good with like the old squad with like Alex and all of them. Um, I just felt like his his new like his latest set of vlogs, especially like like this this year, like the twenty twenty vlogs, haven't been as entertaining. And I just feel like a lot of the jokes are forced, and like it feels like they're forcing the laughter like from like the people around him. And I I just feel like it's getting kind of stale. But like I mean, respect to the guy. Like he gets hella views. He gets hella money. Like he's doing his thing, and like he's also being—he's like a charitable guy. So, like I hold nothing against him. I just felt like his content got kind of stale recently. Yeah, I do have to agree with that. But but I feel like that also ties into the whole—I don't—I don't know exactly what happened, but like apparently YouTube was like kind of restricting them for how much money they earned, and I think that kind of held him back because he like spent so much time on like every video that like he's just drained now and obviously like losing money like kind of doesn't motivate him much anymore yeah so from what i heard is that at one point he was making like 200k a month from videos but then the youtube adpocalypse app adpocalypse happened where all the advertisers advertisers that ad 
advertised on YouTube, pulled out. Um, and after that, he was making like 2000 a month from the videos, which is insane. <laughs> That's like a fucking crazy ratio. But um, yeah, that definitely probably demotivated him. Yeah, but I do like how the platform has turned into like something where people can be more creative. Like I know Shane Dawson has put in like so much work into like all of his content, like making them like into like short documentaries and like a series. So it de- definitely allows people to be more creative. So that's pretty awesome to see. Yeah, the thing with me for YouTube is I just hate like I think in this past in the past two years, like Trin mentioned the ads or like go screwing content creators over, but also like your suggested page and all of those are like being like as soon as one video doesn't do well, like your performance on this just suggested like page goes down like like by a lot, and then therefore like your content doesn't go out to all your people that you're trying to watch it, and it's just crazy how YouTube's like screwing over some of their primary content creators based on like their stupid algorithm. Not even that, like even when like their their community guidelines or whatever, their criteria for that is very broad. Like you can get a content strike for some of the most minuscule things and also the system is automated so there's not a person that goes and checks your video and says that's a content strike it's all an automated system and when you battle it that's when it goes to a human and then most of the time it gets taken away but it's very frustrating because if you get three content strikes your channel is banned forever so it's very scary for people who do rely on that to make a living that it can just be taken away by a robot without any explanation or anything like that. And there's also like criticism channels that like I feel like those have grown, grown in popularity over like the last few years. Um, and like their their views get affected because YouTube gets butthurt and then takes them off like trending pages even if their videos are banging. And it's just it's just frustrating to see that like they're they're not listening to like some of their like most famous creators trying to make a change in the community. No, I agree. I think YouTube is definitely chasing the money because they always put um, Jimmy Fallon clips or uh, James Corden or whatever, all those big corporations, they always put the clips on trending um, or like whoever would they want to promote, they put it high on trending, even though the views are probably like shit, you know? Um, so they definitely want just other corporations to invest into YouTube and push out more content there. And that's probably why they always push like whenever any celebrity gets on YouTube, like I don't know, The Rock when he was on there, or Will Smith. Yeah, they pushed him like hell. And it's like, I mean, like, Will Smith is going to get subscribers no matter what the fuck he does, right? So you don't need to push him. Don't be biased in that sense. Like, it's not fair. Or, like, anything to do with the Kardashians. Yeah. Like, literally anything. Like, I see it, like, even on Snapchat with, like, the news things that are, like, mm-hmm. near the stories. It's just, like, always, like, something, like, about them. And it's just... Because, like, Kylie's, like, content on YouTube isn't even that great. But, like, I always see it, like, on the recommended or the trending page. That's because it's Kylie or Kim Kardashian. For someone like me who doesn't really watch that much YouTube, what channels do you guys recommend? Because I'm pretty bored during this quarantine. But what channels do you recommend where I don't have to watch, like, all the previous content to, like, catch up and understand everything? No? Watch all the Good Mythical Morning international taste tests. Or, like, the recent stuff when they hired that um, Chef Josh. He's so creative in the kitchen that, like, their team just makes up a bunch of really interesting, like, food combinations. So, definitely most of their food stuff. I'd say also watch uh, Cody Ko, um, all his That's Cringe episodes. Some of them are kind of, like, mm. his girlfriend and him, like, kind of annoy me a little bit at times. Damn, really? 
Yeah. I love the videos with him and his girlfriend. Because, like, sometimes they get, like, a little too judgmental. So it's kind of like H3H3. I can see it, yeah. It's almost like H3H3 for me. Yeah, they're the same type of content, essentially, right? But I think I think Cody Ko is more conscious of it, but I get what you're saying. I think it's hard for those kind of channels, like, where, they, where their whole premise is finding, like, cringe videos and basically criticizing them. Because, like, at one point you're trying to be comedic, but at some like, there's, like, a fine line between being comedic and then just really just, like, being really mean. Yeah, harshly. You should definitely watch uh, David Dobrik, though. But have you seen? Have you not seen any David David Dobrik clips? No, Haran showed me some. We like I watched some of them, or I didn't really like it that much. No. Oh, okay, that's fine. Well, what kind of content do you like, though? Me? It's something funny. Something that makes me laugh. I don't like watching anything too serious. That's funny, bro. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> I also I guess the issue maybe I didn't like it because I didn't know it, everyone, and I just watched like a video like. Like hopping in, I didn't understand. What watch do. the earlier ones. Yeah, watch watch ones from like 2016, 2017. Yeah, but Harsho's act Harsho's asking for content that he doesn't have to like have prior knowledge. Well, you don't really have to have like prior knowledge to them. Like they just do something in like different every day. I mean, the Shane Dawson like some of his series are pretty good. They're funny. I haven't seen a lot of the Shane Dawson documentaries, but there's like I can't remember which one I watched. It was kind of like. It was kind of like fake deep. That makes sense. Fake deep. Like it, he, yeah, like he kind of made it. I don't know, like it kind of seemed to me that it was more dramatic. He definitely, be, you know I mean? he definitely is on the more dramatic side, but kind of funny. Like, what was it about? I'm trying to remember now. It could have been. The, it could have been inside the mind of Jake Paul one. Oh yeah, Jake Paul. Yeah, like that, that, that one was. Yeah, that one was pretty yeah, big. With the whole like sociopath thing, and I was just like. I was just like, what's going on here? <laughs> like, does it really even make that much sense? I don't know. Another channel that I kind of not binge watch, but I put on a lot is John Oliver, because that's where I get a lot of my information. I feel like because he does a lot of deep dives on things that I feel get overlooked. Um, it's definitely like a complete 180 from all the content I usually watch, but I feel like it's very informative and it tackles. It is serious. You might not laugh as much. It's more of a political humor and stuff like that. But I definitely recommend if you're ever looking to, to it's a good way for me to learn i think he's also a fellow liverpool fan so you're gonna love him harshly or conan o'brien yeah his clips are good his clips are really funny his his um like remote episodes where like he travels to, like different countries and stuff those are like those i think that's like that's like the best conan version like he just he's so funny in those like, elements I feel or like, like the ones where he goes like in the office yeah when he talks yeah. to um Whoa, God, Jordan, what's that? Jordan, yeah, Lansky. Jordan Slansky. Yeah, those are just so funny. I also love his um, uh, remote he did with Ice Cube. and Yeah, that one was distant. And also the one with Ice Cube and Kevin Hart. That one was hilarious, too. Yeah, don't worry, Harsha. We'll send you some some good clips. We got you. A lot of the food ones are good, too. Like BuzzFeed, like a lot of the, like their food ones. Like, what is it? The one where like Tasty. they compare... Uh, Worth It? Worth It is good. Ooh, yeah, that's actually a good show. It's, it's a really good show. Them and the the Try Guys. The Try Guys. Try Guys are really good. Like, the earlier Try Guys. Though, not when they, like... I mean, like, their their videos ever since they, like, left BuzzFeed are good. But I did enjoy them a lot more when they were with Buzz, BuzzFeed for some reason. Probably because they had a bigger budget or something like that. Probably did. But also just, like, their content, content is more, like... It's not as funny. Yeah. Like, yeah. did you ever see the one where they did, like, the... 
the sexy alcoholic drinks. That's I think it's the first one I like ever watched from them, and I I died. No, I never watched it. Mm-hmm. I'll send you that one, Harsha. One's good. Also, uh, if you like what if NBA scenarios, I think my boy Mike Kazembra or something. My God. <laughs> He used to make some good videos. I haven't seen him in a while. I just hate the way he presents it. I mean, like, yeah, like every single time he makes it like super dramatic at the beginning, and it's like, what if this trade never happened? And then like, like it's it, it's interesting, but like it gets kind of old after a while. But there's some cool scenarios. So yeah, Harsha, I hope you definitely check out all of those recommendations and stuff. Um, I think that's about as much time as we have for today. Um, we want to thank Jax for coming on for a little bit. Um. I was going to say, like, thanks for having me, guys. This has been great. I miss you guys so much. Um, we miss you, too. Thanks for having me. I, I feel honored being a part of your podcast and can't wait to see it grow, guys. All right. Well, thanks for coming by and uh, see the rest of you guys next week. All right. Bye. Bye, Bye guys. Bye.